In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. I hope everybody's day is beautiful. I hope it's better than it was yesterday, and I hope it's more beautiful than you can imagine it being in the future. I got a quote that I want to start with, and it goes like this. Kindly let me help you or you'll drown, said the monkey as he safely placed the fish high above the tree, high above in the tree. <laughs> That's funny, right? It's funny because it seems to me that that is the pattern in which so many of us use today is this idea that we think we know what's going to happen. We have an idea of what's going to happen, but it's usually just a pattern of thinking. We were supposed to have an incredible guest, Mr. Thomas Talbot, on the show today, but it looks like we had a bit of a scheduling error. But he does bring up some interesting points. He's got a company called Life Code. And while I don't thoroughly know what Life Code is, and I'm looking forward to speaking with him in the future, I can give you some ideas about life and codes, and I kind of wanted to go into a little bit of what I thought he might be talking about today. So when you think about life and code, those two things are, they're not really symmetrical to me. When I think of life and code, I think of something that is almost the antithesis of something. Life seems to be like this organic, beautiful thing, and code seems to be this thing that's kind of hidden inside of things. And so for me, code has this negative connotation of something that's being hidden. And life is something that's right there in front of all of us. It's something that we can all grasp. It's something that we can all be a part of. When I think of life and code, I think of patterns. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about today. So let's think about this idea of patterns. What is a pattern? A pattern is something that's often described as a behavior. A pattern is often described as something that you do on a repetitive basis. Can you see my cat up there? Freddie. He's such an animal. I love that guy. So back to the idea of patterns. I want to talk about patterns in your life. And for a lot of people that watch this show, you'll begin to understand, or you may have an inclination that we talk a lot about mental health and mental wellness. And I want to talk about patterns in that particular area. So despite what people say, they do not seek help from a therapist or counselor because they have a problem. 
People seek help because they realize that without intervention, the repetitive nature of certain thoughts, feelings, and behaviors will continue over and over. It's sort of like I could take my cat down there all the time, but that cat will keep getting up there because that's a pattern. He always wants to be up there. But the same is true with us, right? We have patterns in our life that we tend to follow whether we, whether we know them or not. And then in a way that can be a code. Patterns of thinking, patterns of acting, and patterns of living a life is something that we all have. <laughs> Let me talk a little bit more about um, this cat is making me laugh a lot. How do you detect patterns in your life? Well, it's a great question. And a lot of times it's very difficult for one of us to detect a pattern in our life. And that's why we seek out help when we want intervention. And that's when we sit down with other people and we begin talking about things in our life then we can begin to understand patterns because when we look for patterns, it takes two people, right? It takes you as an individual to understand that you're looking for a pattern. And sometimes it takes another person to be there with you to identify that pattern. It's almost like you need yourself and an observer to understand what that pattern is. And only once you begin to understand that pattern, can you begin to make changes about that pattern? Let me give you an example of what I mean. Everybody's played records before. Well, I guess if you're younger, you may not know what a record is. But for those of us, and I'm sure everybody knows what a record and a record player is, but a record has all these grooves on it, right? And you put your record player down and you put it on and you put the needle down and then it plays. And the needle goes into a groove and it moves around and around and it plays a melody and a harmony. But if you take a quarter or you take something and you scratch that record, every time the needle goes around and gets to that point, it will no longer be able to play that song. And that is sort of like the patterns in our mind. And that's what I mean by interrupting patterns. If you interrupt a pattern, if you scratch a pattern, then that pattern is no longer something that can be played in the same way in which it was played before. And that's the way people break negative behaviors. That's the way people interrupt patterns in their life so that they can have a life that is free of those negative patterns. Once you begin to understand the concept of these patterns, understanding patterns, recognizing patterns, and changing patterns, then you can begin to change the way you navigate through your life. And it does help to have somebody there. Let me give you another definition and a way to think about patterns. The English dictionary defines patterns as an arrangement of repeated or corresponding parts. It's a very simple definition. And the simple definition specifies three distinguishing characters of all patterns. First, they are made up of parts or components which constitute the raw material out of which the pattern is fashioned. Second, there is an arrangement such that the parts are in relation to one another. And third, the arrangement repeats or corresponds so there is some continuity, some continuity, excuse me, some non-randomness, some predictability. The dictionary definition, however, does not mention three other fundamental requirements for a pattern to exist. Another one is there has to be someone to notice the pattern's existence. We talked about that a second ago. There has to be a perceiver. Next, this someone must process the sensory input in certain ways, one that requires the identification of similarities and differences through comparative and contrastive analysis. And another way, and last, is just, a, just as a painter requires a canvas on which to paint, the process of perceiving a pattern requires a medium, such as time, space, or form, over which the regularity can manifest. 
Patterns exist because a perceiver notices a set of similar characteristics in contrast to other characteristics. Okay, so here's where I think there's a great point to be had. Have you guys ever seen those magic eye pictures? You know, the ones where like you have to kind of squint at it and then like the 3D object kind of goes out towards you. In the beginning, when you look at that particular type of picture or painting or printout, it's just a sort of bunch of random dots. And that's what it looks like at first. It just looks like this giant mass of random dots. However, once you begin to focus on it or you get the right angle on it or you find the particular means to, to see it, that pattern actually jumps out at you. And I want people to understand this part. It's not the dots that contain the figure. The figure exists because of the relationship between the dots and the perception of the observer. So I want you to think about this. This is a deep, deep part right here. But the image, the pattern, it exists because of the relationship between that which you're perceiving and the observer. So you as the observer perceive something and then there can be a pattern, but there can't be a pattern without the observer. And I know that's kind of a lot to take in and think about, but I think it speaks volumes as to what's going on in altered states of consciousness. <clears throat> what I mean by that is that people who have had a, a high dose of a psychedelic tend to see themselves from a third-person point of view at times. They tend to see themselves in almost an observer role. And we've spoken about patterns. So when you find yourself in this observer position, that's when you get these rare insights. That's when you get the ability to understand what's happening in your life. And it's almost like, it's almost like it's this emergence. You guys know what I mean when I say emergence? It's like it's almost like this new emergent ability in consciousness, or maybe it's a remembering of consciousness where you're able to see your life from an observer role. And I think you can do this through different, different states of, of consciousness, altered states of consciousness, be it psychedelically induced, meditative induced, or even through people who are severely exhausted. Like sometimes you find yourself in these re really rare or strange states of consciousness when you're exhausted, when you're, when you're, you know, in different, maybe dehydrated sometimes. But you find these altered states of consciousness allow you to see yourself in this other role. And when you do that, that's when you have these aha moments. That's when you have these moments of clarity. And it's these moments that allow you to have fundamental shifts or radical shifts in your life that can change the way you see yourself and change the way you see the relationships that you're partaking in. And when I think about the idea of a life code, I think that that is what we should be focusing on. When you think of a life code, for me anyway, I think of patterns. And I think of this new emergent pattern of seeing myself as the observer. And I'm curious if any of you out there are able to do the same thing. And if you're not, I think that if you begin to focus on it, if you use the, the idea of those magic eye images and just meditate on that for a minute or think deeply about why those projections jump out at you, you can take that same method and apply it to your life and you can begin to see yourself in a way or a light which you've never seen before. It's been helpful to me and it's been helpful to a lot of people that I've spoken with and I think it's a great exercise that people can try.
you know, it's, it's this idea that you are more than the past and the future. You know, it, it helps to think of it from a generational point of view as well. I think that that's another way you can get to seeing patterns. If you see for a moment the way your grandparents were, the way your parents were, and the way you are now, that's a great way to see an emerging pattern taking place. It's also a great way for you to understand some of the problems in your life that you may be headed towards, or it gives you insight on problems in your life that you may need to solve now. If you're honest with yourself, you can trace back the issues, the problems, and even the wins that have happened in the generational life of your family. And it'll give you a great idea of who you are. If you're able to take a hard look at it, it's difficult because you're forced to see a lot of the negative aspects that you don't like about yourself. But it's really worthwhile to give an honest account of, of that. A lot of the times, the things we see in other people that are negative that we don't like are just reflections of ourselves and quite honestly, reflections of our family and things that we need to work on. Well, I just wanted to give a quick little tidbit here about life code, patterns, emergence, and how to use the idea of yourself as the observer as a way to get through some difficult times. So hopefully you can take this quick little 15-minute blurb, apply it to your life, and if you can't, just throw it out. But thank you all for taking a moment to listen to this. Hopefully, we'll get Thomas Talbot on here rescheduled. Thank you for your time today. I hope everybody has a beautiful day. Aloha. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I would just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment... Go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.